from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I am Father Francis Salesiar. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from Marina Padali from Etobicoke, Ontario. This Mass is offered for the deceased and loving members of her family and friends. Our sincere thanks to Marina for making it possible for tens of thousands of the faithful across Canada and around the world to begin a new to celebrate this Eucharist. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. In life, there are moments where we find ourselves in trouble, difficulties, and hardships. But the message of God comes to us always that he cares for us, that he wants to offer us his joy. Let us ask God's pardon and mercy for the moments where we have failed to place our trust, faith, and hope in the Lord. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Maria, Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who made your people partakers in your redemption, grant, we pray, that we may perpetually render thanks for the resurrection of the Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had ordered all Jews to leave Rome. Paul went to see them, and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them, and they worked together. By trade, they were tent makers. Every Sabbath, he would argue in the synagogue and would try to convince Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with proclaiming the word, testifying to the Jews that the Messiah was Jesus. When they opposed and reviled him in protest, he shook the dust from his clothes and said to them, your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. 
Then Paul left the synagogue and went to the house of a man named Titus Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next to the door in the, to the synagogue. Cyprus, the official of the, of the synagogue, became a believer in the Lord, together with all his household and many of the Corinthians who heard Paul became believers and were baptized. The word of the Lord. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have won him victory. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. The Lord has made known his victory. He has revealed his vindication in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. When Jesus knew that 
his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father, he said to the disciples, A little while, and you will no longer see me, and again a little while, you will see me. Then some of his disciples said to one another, What does he mean by saying to us, A little while, and you will no longer see me, and again a little while, and you will see me? And because I am going to the Father, they said, What does he mean by this a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, Are you discussing among yourselves what I meant when I said, A little while, and you will no longer see me, and again a little while, and you will see me? Very truly I tell you, you will weep and mourn, and the world, but the world will rejoice. You will have pain, but your pain will turn into joy. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. I read about the story of a young man who had joined a new parish. After a couple of Sunday Masses, he went across to an elderly person whom he had observed to be quite joyful and in good cheer. The young man asked him, I have been noticing over the last couple of weeks that you radiate a great sense of joy. Is there any particular philosophy that you follow which makes you always rejoice? To that elderly man, smiled and reaching out to his pocket, handed the young man a small handwritten card and said, Have this for yourself, and you will never be sad. The young man, curious to know what it was, read the words on the card. Fret not, God loves you. John 13.1 Faint not, God holds you. Psalm 139.10 Fear not, God keeps you. Psalm 121.5 Fret not, faint not, fear not. These were the three assuring phrases that the man had made the philosophy of his life. And those words kept him always to be joyful and in good cheer. Life is very often uncertain. Such uncertainties often put us through tensions, worries, and anxiety, and in an uncomfortable state of mind. However, the Lord always assures us in such uncertain situations, fret not, faint not, and fear not. As we heard in the gospel acclamation, do not be afraid, I am not going to leave you orphan. The gospel of the day presents the disciples who are undergoing an experience of uncertainty. And Jesus assuring them with the hope and courage. Jesus told his disciples, a little while, and you will see me no more. Again, a little while, you will see me. If we are sincere, we can feel for the confused disciples. If we don't have the experience of the resurrection, we too could be confused. What is that little while? You will not see me. 
a little while, you'll see me. The passage that we have is taken from the Last Supper. In our text, Jesus preparing the disciples for the overwhelming sorrow that they would experience the next few hours as they would watch him being arrested, mocked, scourged, and crucified. Their world would come crushing down around them. They had put their hopes and staked their futures on this belief, on this person of Jesus, who considered to be the Messiah, but he is not going to be there. Knowing that they are confused, he promises a way out, as we heard in the reading. You will weep and mourn, but the world will rejoice. You will have pain, but your pain will turn into joy. We are privileged because we know what is to come. We know about the death and resurrection of Christ. We are the people of the resurrection who have walked the betrayal, denial, and crucifixion. We have experienced the empty tomb. But these disciples are yet to experience. These same disciples who are confused and fearful would become an instrument in proclaiming the gospel. But for now, they are confused with the words that Jesus expressed to them. Jesus assures them that their pain will turn into joy. The joy that he offers is beyond the joy that we can get from worldly things. This joy is expressed in the saints who are willing to give up their very lives for the sake of the gospel. The joy is expressed as men and women willingly accepting to be thrown in prison. This joy would be expressed by the disciples as we hear from the Acts of the Apostles. They rejoiced that they were considered worthy to suffer shame for Christ's name. The joy that he gives is permanent, powerful, and plentiful. This joy that he offers, no prison, no trials, and no hardships can take away. But we cannot replace our pain with the joy. He is not saying that you will not have pain, that you will have only celebrations and glorious time. Even though we may go through difficulties, trials, and hardships, we will have that joy, the inner joy that made the saints, the men and women, to do whatever it needs to the extent of going and giving up their life. So, dear brothers and sisters, at times we may not understand Jesus' instruction to us. We may not know what is the call that God has for us. We may become confused and afraid. We may go through pain and suffering for a little while, but he assures us in a little while things will turn out to be fine. God will turn our pain and sorrow into joy, the joy that no one else can offer. This is the promise that he gives to each of us. As we journey in this pilgrimage here on earth and as we are journeying towards the eternal life, the joy leads us to that eternal life. Let us celebrate that promise 
that Christ gives to each of us. Let us pray for our needs and petitions. We pray for ourselves, that we may continue to grow in our understanding of God's love for us, and may we trust our place our trust in God and God alone. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for our family members and friends who are caught up in the worldly things, particularly who are confused, who are not sure of their future, who are uncertain, that the good Lord may continue to lead them towards faith and trust. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We continue to seek prayers and blessings upon all the people who find themselves lonely and abandoned, who are left out, who are alone, that they may continue to see and feel the goodness of God. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Many in the daily TV Mass community have asked that we pray in a special way this month for young people. May they see in Mary's life the courage, faith, and dedication to service to which they are called. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our Heavenly Father, we bring before you all these prayers, knowing and trusting that you always listen to us through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the wine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Wash my clothes. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. The Lord accept sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for a good and good of all his holy church. May our prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with the sacrificial offerings, so that purified by your graciousness, we may be confirmed to the mysteries of your mighty love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just of a duty and our salvation at all times to claim you, O Lord, but in this time above all, to love you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. He never ceases to offer himself for us, but defends us and ever pleads our cause before you. He is a sacrificial victim who dies no more, the lamb once slain who lives forever. Therefore, overcome with the paschal joy, every land, every people excels in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic host sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, 
heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice once more, giving thanks. He gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is a chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Francis, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with the Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, 
graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope on the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said here apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this Paschal Sacrament and pour into our hearts the strength of this saving food through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. 
with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth in peace to love and serve one another. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass.